Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live World One. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you, emanating from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated but never duplicated. 35, 36, make that 37 peers now. I'm knocking out all bums. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And now we're number one of Ring Talk. Of course, this is the Sunday edition. We feature two hours. Live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Straight up, hour number one, we'll hear from the one of the Charlo brothers, Jamal Charlo. Of course, the 160-pound champion, a winner last night in the Charlo Mania pay-per-view extravaganza on Showtime. Lasted six and a half hours, went for 74 bucks. You gotta be kidding me. They would have had to pay me 74 bucks to watch six hours of those guys. At the end of the night, I didn't watch them. I saw some highlights. Wasn't a whole lot, uh, in the highlight, uh, world anyway. Bottom line is, we'll discuss Charlemania. Larry Merchant will be here in hour number one. As will, hmm, I'm holding on to a secret guest. Anyway, bottom line is, I got a couple surprises for you in today's show. But we'll hear from Israel Adesanya. Man, of course, the man that is the 185-pound USC champion, and he smoked Paola Costa last night. Of course, Paola Costa is one of those Brazilian guys that comes in like he weighs 255 pounds and then makes 185 pounds for a weight limit and then comes in back in to the octagon at 220 pounds. In other words, he got lit up like a White House Christmas tree last night, and he is a cheat, a stone-cold cheat, and he got lit up right on, right on. Just, you know, fair fairness matters, bottom line, especially in combat sports, because I told you before, size matters in two things, combat sports and pornography. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. After the break, I'll review the weekend in boxing. This is Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline. You say you even thinking about time? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. Listen, baby. 
And now today's rust eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nap. Look for the silver can. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You sure know your boxing. Well, all I know is never bet on the white guy. You know, I've gotten in trouble for that. And that's not my clip. That's Scott Cuddy clip. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking for the world of boxing, MMA. Outing my producer right there on the air, folks. He's the greatest in the world, no doubt about that. Bottom line is, boxing was rock and roll, and of course, probably the first big weekend since the pandemic is uh, is hit, no doubt about that. And whether it really was a big weekend or not, we'll talk about that at the end of the day. But straight up, the Charlo brothers were in action last night. Of course, Jamel Charlo's 30-year-old brother, Jamal Charlo, defended the WBC middleweight title. He's the undefeated guy for the third time and proved his record to 6-0 at 160 pounds with a pretty 
pretty decent 12-round decision over Sergi Devrenchenko. Shevchenko came in at 13 and 2. He left at 13 and 3. Charlo was now like 30 and 0. Bottom line is, if you're 30 and 0 and you're fighting guys that are 13 and 0, and those are the number one contenders, what does that say about the division? What does that say about the division? Think about that. I mean, middleweight's supposed to be about Canelo Alvarez. Why isn't he going after Canelo? I don't hear him calling out Canelo. Why is he trying to make a, a, a match with Canelo at a catchweight? Maybe 164 or, or 160 or 168. But he's not going after the big dogs. He always wants to fight these lower echelon guys. And, of course, last night's pay-per-view lasted six and a half hours. Imagine that. Six and a half hours, maybe four or five fights. Yeah, okay, some of the fights were okay. But the bottom line is six and a half hours. At least when Don King put those six and a half hour shows on, he put them on with championship fights after championship fights after championship fights. And then you had Don King in the middle adding excitement to it and the different personalities ringside, this and that. But um, Mr. Al Heyman just doesn't have that quite this yet. Anyway, bottom line is, Charlo was a successful winner outside. Sergio got beat up over 12 rounds. The scores weren't even close. Um, he won a couple of rounds, but mm, at the end of the day, I wasn't all that impressed. The other Charlo, the lesser Charlo, um, he's Jamal. Of course, he's the 154-pound champion. He has now got three belts at 154. Um, took out Mr. Jerson Rosario. Of course, dropped him a couple times before taking him out. That was a pretty good performance. But, you know, at the end of the night, 74.95. Is that what this was really worth? 74.95? I don't think so. Going across the pond, Josh Taylor, of course, the 140-pound champion of the IBF now in WBA, of course, looked very good in knocking out his number one contender with a body shot. Way to do it, baby. When you got a guy sprawling, laying there on the ground from a body shot, there's nothing quite like it. I just can't. I, I mean, I, I scored a few one-punch KOs, just a few, you know, where you knock people out. But a couple of times I hit people with body shots, and they never got up. And that was sort of cool. That was, re- I mean, that was like, it was like, Different. When you hit somebody in the body and they go down and they don't get up, it's a little bit different. In fact, one of my later, uh, one of my guests in hour number two, Hector Martinez, talked about the time that he let Billy Tavaki, that big Samoan monster, hit him in the body and knock the wind out of him. I would never let Billy do that. Billy was, Billy was just way, way too big. But bottom line is, Hector will be here in hour number two. Of course, he's going to be talking about the Solo Menchenko and Tiafimo Lopez, the big fight of, uh, of October. Of course, it'll be on ESPN, ESPN coming to you from the bubble in Las Vegas, another master gem put together by the genius himself. The, what is he, 89 years old now? I'm talking about Don, uh, Bob Arum. Speaking of Don King, he's trying to put things together. I talked to him on the phone a few days ago. Pedro, I'll get to you. I'll get to you. I'll get to you. I'll get to you. I promise you, as soon as I have something on paper, I will get to you. So he hasn't got to me, so I guess he doesn't have anything on paper yet. Anyway, the Charlo brothers are winner. Of course, the Jerson uh, Ger- Rosario came to fight, got knocked out a couple times, but he came to fight. He ended up losing inside the distance, and that was the 154-pound Charlo. Jamel's 154. Jamal is uh, 160 pounds. Now, some of the other better fighters on the card, Luis Neri, man, did he look good. Took care of Aaron Alameda, 122-pound champion this guy is. They call him Pantera. He's like 31-0, and 0, 24 kills. He's a monster. I don't know if he could stay at that weight very long, but he is a monster. And, you know, when you have fighters like this that that need they, they need to break out. And they don't break out on the bottom of Charlo under cards. They, they break out on cards on their own, especially if he's of Latin descent. Why don't they put him on Telemundo or, or try to put him on a Spanish pay-per-view or something like that? Because he's 31-0, and not a whole lot of people have heard about him. Bottom line is, Aaron Alameda, God bless him, because Jimmy Lennon introduced him at the weigh-in. As, uh, or evidently, Jimmy Lennon introduced somebody else as Aaron Alameda at the weigh-in. It caused a bit of confusion. People wonder, is Jimmy getting senile? No, man. People make mistakes. Even a great Jimmy Lennon. Lennon makes a mistake at times. I've been there a lot of times when, when Michael Buffer's gaffed. Michael, I mean, Michael Buffer, he's, I, he's gaffed a whole lot of times. You guys just don't know it because he's so smooth at doing things. Anyway, Josh Taylor, 140 pounds now, makes the uh, 
the kid from um, from Central California, of course, the Ramirez kid, not look all that great. I mean, come on, man. Jose Ramirez, 140-pound champion, talking all that smack. And, of course, came off that, that went over a Victor Postal a fortnight ago, and it wasn't all that impressive. I think it was a majority decision. Most people thought he won 75, as did I, 115, 113 on the scorecards. But at the end of the night, it wasn't a night where I was going to give Mr. Ramirez all these accolades or anything like that. He was, he was an over-fainter. And what I mean by over-fainter is a guy that keeps faking and faking and faking. He's faking all night. He ain't throwing. He's faking. He's faking. And, you know, you sort of get, you get tired of that. I mean, Swartz Bus, you can pick up on exactly what he's doing. He's very predictable. So at 140 pounds, looks like Josh Taylor, the, uh, unheralded young man. He was unheralded until a year ago out of the UK. People didn't think too much of him, man, but he can punch, he can rock, and one body shot, and of course the young man from uh, Thailand or from Malaysia was looking for a place to go. Hey, bottom line was he wasn't in that league. You know, you get cracked with a body shot like that, you've got your elbows up that high. Obviously, you did not go to school. Elbows in tight, hands up, chin down, feet in position of all times. That is that is your basic boxing stance. Some other fights on the weekend, of course. Uh, we'll get to the UFC in a little bit, man, but the UFC, they really had a good card. I mean, they did the last couple of fights on the UFC card from the uh, from uh, from Dubai last night was pretty good. The fact that Paola Costa, that guy I told you, walks around 250 pounds and somehow he finds a way to come down to 185 pounds, weighs in, and then comes back into the cage weighing 215 pounds, which is not cool, especially if you're fighting them, okay? I mean, imagine man 185 and you're like a 185 pound lean fighter and you come back, you come back at the weigh in like you're supposed to, like at 190 pounds max. And then you've got to fight a fight that's like 220 pounds, like 25, 30 pounds heavier. It's hard to do. It's hard to move around. But Israel Adesanya last night lit him up like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, beat on him so bad they should they should have arrested Israel Israel last night for domestic violence. We'll hear from Israel a little bit later in the show. This is Ring Talk live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, this is the Saturday edition. We'll be expecting Larry Merchant in a few minutes. The retired HBO Godfather will be in the house. Of course, Larry's unplugged. I just asked. Larry questions. I throw questions at Larry like I would darts at a dartboard, and he just comes up with his Larry Merchantisms, and I just love him. Isn't the greatest? No doubt about that. The Hall of Famer. It's been 35 years now. It's been 35, 35 years since I met him. Remember, we were both walking around. We looked like we had been in like, like you ever see a fall out of an airplane and you're in shock? Well, that's what it looked like after Hagler Hearns, because both of us were walking around the Caesars Palace Sport Pavilion. We were in shock. I mean, we were like, I mean, whoa, that was just like mayhem and violence for like less than nine minutes. It was like incredible violence. And of course, that was brought on by the fact that Tommy Hearns didn't go out there and try to box Marvin Hagler. Why? I don't know. Wanted to slug with Marvin. Should have waited and tried to move that right hand in a little bit later. But not Tommy. Tommy wanted to go for it right away. A lot of people thought it had to do with the fact that Tommy got a massage right before the fight. I think James Shuler was in the ring or somebody was in the ring with, uh, I take the back, Emmanuel Stewart was in the ring with another fighter. Just before the Hearns fight, Hearns Hagler fight, he was in the ring with another fighter and some girl came into the dress room and she rubbed Tommy's legs down and got him all relaxed and this and that and that's when evidently his legs were not with him and he went out there and he went for it and of course and he got knocked out in three rounds. Well, one of the greatest fights of all time without a doubt. You are tuning in the ring, Doc. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. In just a few seconds, of course, we'll bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. You're tuning to Ring Talk Live. And as you know, this is one of the first shows that got onto the Internet. Uh, my friend Pedro is a true fighter in his own uh, his own uh, mind, I should say. But he really is. I seen him exercising the other day, getting ready for somebody. I don't know who it is, 
because everybody is taking shots at him, so I see him getting himself in good condition so that he can fire back. Never been one to say die, never been one to hide out. He comes on, damn the torpedoes, full steam ahead. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499. 800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. That's what I wanted to get into because so what did you think you sent you sent message did you send to the middleweight division? Because there's a number Chris Eubanks Jr. said, yeah. I want Charlo. Yeah. Andrade's out there. Yeah. What do you think? What would you like next? What do you what did you message did you send to the middleweight division? Look, I'm not into all uh, like making the making the fights. You know, I, I the bigger fights are out there. As you see, I'm stepping up a competition. Um 
I'm steady growing. I'm steady learning. I let my team get to it. They, they, they make the best decisions. You know, I'm well taken care of. Um, man, my brother next. So that's what that's what I'm, that's on my mind right now. I'm ready to see what my brother about to do. We steady. We steady well. You know. Um, Look, man, Charlotte Twins, we in the building, man. It's, it's what's up, man. What do you, you think, What do you think about your brother's fight? And, and were you are you going to come back out here and watch him? If they let me, you know, I, I stand behind the bubble if they want me to. You know what I mean? But we here to bust the bubble. And we here to make it, you know, interrupt everything, man. Y'all, I thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Uh, man, I, I'm, I'm astonished right now for, for just, you know, putting on a great performance in front of my people. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It was a really good performance. Uh, still unbeaten, uh, Jamal Charlo, the WBC middleweight champion of the world. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Make a many and lose a many. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> Let's take it to the City of Angels and bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Mr. Larry Merchant, of course, the Husband of the esteemed Mrs. Patricia Mershon. How is the godmother this morning, sir? Um, I don't know. We're both hiding behind newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, isn't it good? Listen, you and I enjoy, we are newspaper freaks. I mean, we are, but people that grew up, in, they don't really know what the newspaper, now people don't know what the newspaper was. I mean, I remember when the fights would happen in, in Atlantic City, I'd go out there to the boardwalk, I'd buy the New York Post. With Mike Marley, I buy the New York Times with Phil Berger. I buy the New York Daily News with Michael Katz, and I buy Newsday with Wally Matthews. Did I miss anybody? I don't know. <laughs> I was in Philadelphia. All those names and all those writers are familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd have to think on it if there were any others. That's a pretty good crew. It was a pretty good, yeah, they were all pretty good crew. Now, last night, the Charlo brothers had a pay-per-view extravaganza, much like the days of Don King. Not really. It was six and a half hours, and, of course, six and a half hours, and what I say, the best fight on the card, according to the odds makers, was four to one. So the best fight on the card was four to one, which is about the same odds that Cassius Clay was as an underdog to Sonny Liston back in 1964. So a 4-to-1 fight is the best fight on the card, and they pay you they charge you 80 bucks, Godfather, and you've got to sit there for six and a half hours. Is there, I'm, I'm losing myself here. First, the age 74.95, and then the six and a half hours. Um, well, if, if, if you're enjoying it by the hour, you got your money's worth. It was $12 an hour. <laughs> You know, but you, you know, you hit upon the, the, the right note, uh, Pedro, that, um, these were not particularly competitive fights. And promoters are always looking for ways to find, use, develop fighters who can make money for everybody, and more often than not, that means putting their fighters in against lesser fighters, mm-hmm. the art of matchmaking. I understand that, but the kid's 30 and 0 now. He's 30 years old. I mean, they've, they, the fight they should be probably calling for is, is a fight with Canelo Alvarez. That's where they should probably try to go. And go well, certainly for, for Jamal, yes, I agree. He's a good puncher. And uh, he'd have to go up to 68, mm-hmm. um, maybe take a fight at that weight beforehand. But he's a, the logical American choice 
um, to face Canelo right now. But I don't know that the promoters um, want that. You, you, I, I really think the promoters shouldn't be um, shouldn't be too choosy right now. They should be getting together and trying to put their heads together and trying to make some money in the midst of this pandemic because they're shooting themselves in the foot and the head. They're going toe-to-toe as far as promotions are concerned on television. ESPN's going at the same time as DAZN and things like that. And it's just, you know, back in the day when we didn't have a whole lot of boxing and Showtime and HBO did this, it pissed me off on, on Saturday nights when those two guys, when you guys, when you guys would go toe-to-toe with Showtime or Showtime would go toe-to-toe with you. I didn't think it was fair. Of course, you had the DVR and things like that, but I didn't think it was fair. And now, well, there's not the, to the talent that we had at one point in time is, is not there either. And since the super talent is Canelo Alvarez, that's the name he should have mentioned last night, and he never mentioned that. I mean, that was an edited version of the interview, but he did four interviews, and he never mentioned Canelo Alvarez in one interview. Well, I don't know if that's because his promoter told him not to mention him. Um, maybe they're hoping that Alvarez will come to them. Um, but it it probably falls into the uh, classification of um, promoters not wanting their top fighters to be beaten or beaten up or exposed, possibly. And um, they do that as long as they can. And then um, in the sunset of the fighters' careers, um, when it's just about money at that point, they throw them maybe somewhere. they'll expose them. Yeah, good point. But Charles, thirty years old, of course. Canelo and the and Canelo. Speaking of Canelo, he and Oscar De La Hoya, the zone in uh, Oscar De La Hoya, the three of them were at some arbitration meeting this week. They're trying to work things out. Um, hopefully that that will be resolved because if it doesn't, that means he's going to be idle in his prime. And maybe his prime is getting away from him. You know, I mean, he's 30 years old, almost 31 years old now. I'm talking about the kid that signed, of course, that $375 million contract. Doesn't want to fight for anything less than the contract when things have changed. Um, if you were advising him, well, how would you proceed with, with Canelo Alvarez, Godfather? Would, would you stick to the contract or would you try to work something out? What would you do? Well, apparently, the uh, zone thinks they are owed another fight between Canelo and um, Triple G. Triple G. I'd give him the fight. Uh, depending on what they would give me, etc. Mm-hmm. But I don't see any reason why he shouldn't take that fight again and um, resolve that situation. Um so this is a beef about Triple G, this whole thing between these two guys going back? I, mean, I, I don't know. I, I, you know. Look, I think the network wants Triple G. I think they, that they think that that will generate the biggest bucks mm-hmm. and, and, and be good for everybody. But for one reason or another, um, Canelo doesn't seem to be interested in that fight. Uh, there's another potential fight with a fighter named Smith from Great Britain where um, a lot of money gets generated. Mm-hmm. So that could be on the table somehow. 
otherwise I don't know uh, what they're thinking. It's, um, um, you know, it, it's not that, we're not in that generation where fighters made relatively sm small amounts of money, and so they had to fight a lot uh, to get by or to prosper. Um, they used to get stripped all the time. They're choosing between how many millions they want to make. And um, so it's a big, it's, it's high finance now as well as uh, prize fighting. But, but boxers were stood up for their money. I mean, it, that was for generations. Boxers would show up after the fight. The promoter wouldn't have the money to pay them. Hey, baby, you're on your own. Sugar Ray Robinson once wed, went to the promoters at Madison Square Garden before the fight and said, I want $25,000 in cash or I'm not showing up. And did he think that the garden wasn't going to be able to come up with it, or was he trying to say? I don't. I, I, you know what? I don't know. It's. It seems odd. The, certainly, the garden w would be able to afford things, but uh, maybe in his case, the guarantees were so high that uh, it was a close call. So I, I, I don't know all the circumstances, but Teddy Brenner, who was the promoter at the garden, told me that. Okay. Uh, believe it or not, the buzz is out here in the United, out here on the West Coast for Lucille Lomachenko. Not for Teofimo Lopez, this October 17th bout on ESPN for the lightweight championship, but, but the Latinos are talking, uh, Lucille Lomachenko. In fact, I'll have one on in hour number two, but they're big Lomachenko fans. They're not, they don't think Lopez has much of a chance here. Well, I think Mexican fans, uh, uh, love Manny Pacquiao. Um, if they're fight fans, uh, those that, you know, Lomachenko is a, a special looking fighter and they don't have a real stake in his opponent. Uh, if his opponent were a Mexican, you might get a different, uh, uh, context. Godfather, real quick, why, why does he make, why do people quit on him so much? Why does he beat them mentally? Yeah, I think, I think he's a, I don't think you can find sparring partners uh, to duplicate Lomachenko's quickness, his movement, um, and, and, and his style. And I think it, it is intimidating and frustrating to them. And after a few rounds, some of the, many of them feel that they, that they don't have a chance. They don't belong there. They want to get out of there, and the fight ends. Good point. Speaking of intimidating, I was a little intimidated this week by the Supreme Court justice pick, the alleged pick of, of the president. Real quick, you got about 35 seconds. You got anything to say on that? Well, I think that it's going to, uh, depending on the upcoming election and how the Democrats do, it's, uh, it's going to be some kind of a game changer, but we don't know yet. The retired HBO godfather and the wife of Patricia, the husband of Patricia Merchant, Mr. Larry Merchant. See how I screwed that up, godfather? <laughs> it's quite all right. It's cute, Pedro. I, I love you. Say hello to God, Mama. We'll talk soon. Take care. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. Hey! You got to have a mother for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Look here. 
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MYBETUS. That's 1-800-MYBETUS. Or go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz, best bonuses, BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Starting it off right there, Rockfield. Send to go. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Woo, it's going to be good. 
The, US, the USC was rocking and rolling last night, of course, coming to you from Dubai. Pretty good card. USC 253 in the main event. Of course, the middleweight championship online. Israel Edison, of course, undefeated 19-0 coming in. Taking on Paola Costa. Costa was like 13 and zip, but, you know, Costa had all these <clears throat> these asterisks next to him. What I'm talking about is everybody thought he was on steroids. I mean, here's a guy that weighs in it. I take that back. Walks around at 255 pounds and then comes down to 185 pounds. Comes down to 185. I mean, <clears throat> think about that. And then he goes back up to about 215 pounds. So, in other words, that's not fair because you're not fighting the guy that you weighed in against. And I've always had a problem with that ever since I had to fight uh, Ernie, Ernie Chavez, of course, in the National Golden Gloves. I fought at welterweight, which wasn't my weight class, and he weighed in at 147. And when we fought four days later, he was 167 pounds. I said to myself, this is not fair. I remember looking at this guy saying, this couldn't be him. I remember telling my corner man, that's not him. They go, that's him. I said, that's not him. No, no. He got a haircut, and that's him. Oh, you got to be kidding me. That guy's huge. Yeah, he was huge. I'm talking about Ernie Chavez. Of course, he would end the fun, go in and end up Going on to fight Meldrick Taylor, the 1984 Olympic gold medalist in a non-title bout later in uh, Meldrick's career. And I remember Meldrick telling Meldrick before the fight, Mel, look out. <clears throat> this dude can hit with the right hook. He goes, man, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, you know, blew me off, right? After the fight, he was holding a towel up to his face saying, hey, who was it that told me this guy could punch? Yeah, he could punch. Anyway, Paula Costa got lit up last night by the White House Christmas tree, folks. I kid you. They stopped it in the second round. Still undefeated, now 20-0. He is the USC undisputed champion. 185, Israel Adesana. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Jason Herzog has called a stop to this contest at 3 minutes, 59 seconds of the second round. Declaring the winner by TKO and still the undisputed UFC middleweight champion of the world, Israel, the last I run so fast, I run shit into your face. All right, oh. here he is, the undisputed UFC middleweight champion, the last style better, Israel Adesanya, with the entire world watching. You turned in a near-perfect performance here tonight. It seems like everything you said during fight week bared fruit here tonight. Congratulations. I've been telling you guys, man, but everyone thinks, hey, like Roy Jones said, I said, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot because of what happened last time. You thought, oh, he's so boring, blah, 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 blah. And I see you media people as well with your little clickbait headlines. But trust me, I had to make y'all remember and I had to remind the world why we the best. There were a lot of champions who wouldn't have asked for Yoel Romero. They wouldn't have asked for Paolo Costa. I know you want to fight the most dangerous guys, but you believe there was a major skill discrepancy here tonight. Your thoughts on the fight? I've been telling y'all, man, honestly. And also, I got to say, I told Dana, 30% is not enough. F*** that. Some of these guys are gangsters. They're making money outside the UFC. 30% ain't to them. So they'll give up that to not make the weight and have 90 minutes to keep on making the weight. They, and they just oh, it. drink their waters and whatnot. 30% is not enough. Make it 90%. And that way I guarantee you they'll spend every of those seconds in that 90 minute trying to make the weight and not just out. You haven't had a lot of time off. You are 20-0 as a mixed martial arts athlete, a perfect 9-0 in the UFC as you spin this thing forward. Get in here, Gito. My guy, I don't care. I just want him here. I just want him here. Yeah, carry on. As you spin this thing forward and you look ahead in this middleweight division that you are starting to clean out your thoughts on what lies ahead. I told you guys, Anderson Silva lived a great legacy and I said I wanted to do service to the middleweight division and that's a hard act to follow, but we're doing the work, right, Huge? 
100%. So I already DM'd Jared Cannonier. He's a, he's a hell of a dude. I love his energy. He's a beautiful, beautiful man. And I said, you destroy Robert Whitaker and you're next. He's the one I want to fight next. Right, Huge? He deserves it. If he, if he beats Robert Whitaker handedly and dominates him, he's next. The world once again witnesses your greatness here tonight. Any final words, champ, before we let you fly? Hey, shout out to the best team in the world, City Kickboxing, Andre Paulette, Eugene, Tristan. Can you hear my man's in the back? Brad Riddell, Kai Carfran, Shane Young, Bo, Carlos Alberg, Blood Diamond, Shed Juan, Wagwan. Bro, oh, honestly, man, I love you all. Everyone watching at home, I love you all. Hey, shout out to the puppy. Mwah. You are looking at the undisputed greatest middleweight in the world at present. The champion remains Israel Adesanya. Good street boxing, folks. I mean, good street boxing. The kid boxed. He moved around. He threw, he went southpaw. He went orthodox. He never let the fight get off his feet. I'm talking about Israel Adesanya, of course, is still champion. 20 and zip. Well, as far as Mr. Costa concerned, um, you know, I'm not a big guy on cheating. I really don't. I think if you cheat to win a fight or even, they, you know, I mean, come on. The suspicion is really, really out there. The guy was a bodybuilder. I mean, that's what he was. He was a bodybuilder before he became a fighter, per se, before he got into jujitsu. So what I'm trying to tell you is I'm really suspect of those bodybuilder guys, especially guys that come down from 255 pounds to 185 pounds and can fight at 185. I mean, that's a little bit crazy. Anyway, couldn't fight much last night. Got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. The fight ended a TKL second around 359 in. Now, Jan Blackowitz won the vacant uh, UFC light heavyweight championship. Of course, John Jones, the champion for years, he gave up that title moving up to heavyweight, allegedly, or moving on to another organization, probably moving up to heavyweight. But the bottom line is <clears throat> Blackowitz beat Dominic Reyes. It was a TKO and two. We'll hear, from Dominic, uh, we'll hear from Jan in hour number two, the UFC light heavyweight champion. Brandon Roval was a winner of a Kai Kara France. It was a submission, a guillotine choke. Those guys are fighting at 125 pounds. And, you know, when one guy is just so much bigger than the other guy at 125 pounds, it sort of tells me that maybe the guy fighting at 125 really should be fighting at 115. And size matters. Again, in combat sports and pornography, I kid you not, when I was a kid, when I was fighting at 65 pounds, if I got a fight with a guy that was 60 pounds, that was a four-pound weight advantage. That was a significant weight advantage. It just was. And that's why they have weight classes. I mean, why do you think they break it up the way they do? Not just because they can sell more belts, but 105, 108, 112, 115, 118. I'm talking about pounds. 122, 126, 130, 135, 140, 147, 154, 160, 168, 175, 200, the cruiserweight limit. Of course, the heavyweight limit as well. That's boxing. As far as the UFC is concerned, of course, they've got this strawweight division, 115. The five weights are 125. The bantam weights are 135. The featherweight. Weights 145, the lightweights 155 pounds, of course, and then you move up to the welterweight division. That's 170 pounds, a 15 pound jump, big big jump there from from lightweight to uh, welterweight. <clears throat> and after that, it's from 170 to 185. Of course, the Israel Desanya in action last night, the world middleweight champion, <clears throat> and the heavyweight champion of the world, of course, light heavyweight champion of the world is now Jan Blackwoods, but the heavyweight champion of the world is still Stiffy Miocic, and of course, he's a former Golden Glove champion, a Cleveland Golden Glove champion, good fighter, no doubt about that. I mean, he's a heavyweight champion of the world, but <clears throat> his days are numbered. If they put him in with Francis Ngannou, he will get destroyed. 
he just, I think he will get destroyed. In fact, you know, there's not too many sure things you want to bet on, but I think that's one thing I might want to bet on. That might be a sure thing. And why do I say that even though Stippy beat him the first time? Because he came close. I mean, like with a real close the first time to knock his Stippy out in the first round. And then he gassed. And I don't think that Francis is going to gas anymore. I really don't. Those big muscles, he sort of leaned it up a little bit, and he's throwing a little bit harder and a little bit straighter and this and that. And I, I think he's more focused, and he's got a ground game now where before he just he only knew stand-up. Didn't, didn't even want to go to the ground. I mean, the guy's a former professional boxer out of Paris, France. Francis Ngannou, the heavyweight monster. Hits harder than Ernie Shavers, I believe. Hits harder than George Foreman, I believe. Now, maybe Dave Jekyll. Maybe I should put Dave Jekyll in the ring when we find out who hits harder. Because Dave Jekyll told me that out of George Foreman and Mike Tyson, the Foreman hits way harder. That was his quote. Way harder, Pete. Way harder. Anyway, back to the UFC card. Not a whole lot of names on the card, but I did enjoy Hakeem Dawandu. And he beat a guy named uh, Zariah Zutuk. And that went something. I got the name close there anyway. Bottom of the split decision. That was at a catchweight fight, 150 pounds. That wasn't a bad fight. But the rest of the card, hmm, didn't really want to, want to, didn't really want to watch it much. Next week, guess who's back? The Diva. The girl, of course, that exposed Ronda Rousey. Remember? She went down to Australia. <clears throat> I'm talking about Holly Holm, of course, a kid out of a kid. That's when I knew her. When I met her, she was a kid. She was just fighting professional out of uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was down there doing the ring announcing for her. Uh, her and Lenny Frescas and Frescas Productions and things like that. I mean, we had cards in different casinos at the Pit and at the University of uh, uh, of Albuquerque. I mean, all kinds of different venues down there. She packed them. She sold them out. And that's when she was a professional boxer, okay? And she only lost a couple fights of professional boxers. It was like 35 and 2. Of course, then she sprung onto the MMA world, and her whole focus was to beat Ronda Rousey. They didn't have anything else in mind other than beating Ronda Rousey. They were going to figure out a way to beat Ronda Rousey. They had it in their mind. They were convinced they could beat Ronda Rousey. So they go down to Australia, and they're like almost a 10-to-1 underdog. Some huge, biggest underdog, I think, in uh, in MMA women's history, as far as winning is concerned. She goes down there. She's a huge underdog. She kicks the... I mean, I don't want to talk about it. She should, if they were gay, she would have been arrested for domestic violence. Talk about Holly Holm beating up on, uh, on Ronda Rousey the way she did. I mean, Ronda was just annihilated. Remember Ronda came back and she had to put like, she wore a hood and a hat and all kinds of stuff, tried to hide her face coming back off the plane in LA. No, no, she got destroyed. She didn't expect to get destroyed because she, you know, she had been knocking, knocking people around as far as her, her submissions and her arm bars were concerned. She just worked you into that arm bar position as she did so many girls in the past and built up that reputation. She was unbeatable, this and that, but no, no, Holly Holm, smart. A complete fighter, a girl that knew MMA and professional boxing, took her to school and beat her. Now, next week, Holly Holm takes on a girl by the name of Irene Aldana. Aldana can punch. She's 12 and 5. And I say why. And the reason why I say why is that Holly Holm has done a lot. She's really a nice girl. I mean, you'll never find a better representative of the community than Holly Holm. But she's 38 years old. As I said, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Fighting out 135, 145 pounds. Bottom line is, she won a light middleweight championship as a boxer. She, of course, she did, uh, I think she had a, 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 a kickboxing title as well. But the boxing championships, I thought were significant. 38 total fights, 33 wins, two losses, two, uh, two by knockout. Of course, that one fight I told you, she got cut under the eye and she decided she didn't want any more. Hey, you know, her looks first. Anyway, in three draws. But as a kickboxer, she was 14 and, uh, 14 and one. Holy cow. Holy cow. 14 and 1. Four, but she had seven draws. How do you have seven draws? Come on. How do you have seven draws in, in, in 22 fights? 
Think about that. Seven draws of 25. She must have been fighting. Her, her parents must have been the judges. Anyway, as a mixed martial artist now, she is 13 and 5. And, of course, she opened up on that big blitzkrieg. Of course, beat Ronda Rousey, who was on a move there. And then she ran into uh, Misha Tate. Remember that? Lenny Fuskas came on the show and said, you know what? We're going to do what we want. We're not going to do the Ronda Rousey rematch. Well, tell, tell Danny he can go screw himself. We're going to fight Misha Tate. Well, what happens? Misha Tate beats her. And then, of course, Misha Tate gets beat by Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes comes back and destroys everybody, including Chris Cyborg Santos. I tried to get to Cyborg Santos this week via Facebook, via Twitter, um, to ask her if she wanted to come onto the show and figure out what she's going to do as far as her future is concerned. Of course, she was the former 145-pound champion, considered, like, unbeatable. Uh, <clears throat> I still wouldn't fight her myself. I'd rather fight Amanda Nunes in a heartbeat than fight her. Just something about her. I mean, I mean, the fact that she was throwing those guys in that movie that were 185, 190 pounds, 200 pounds, she was throwing them over the hoods of cars and this and that. I don't want her putting her hands on me. But maybe at 145, but not anything in close like 170. That's what she weighs, 170. What a monster. Anyway, the Monsters has no contract. The USC froze her out. What's going to happen? We'll find out in the near future. That's what she says. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. You know what? As long as she fights in 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. You know, I'm going to beat that girl regardless, and I'm going to prove a point that um, you don't need the dope to win. If they want to touch extra, fine, you know. Go ahead and do that. But regardless, I'm going to beat that girl to the ground. I would never let a woman kick my ass. If she tried anything, I'd be like, hey, you get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 
That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. With Pedro Fernandez. Check it. This is our in the morning of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. When I was the king of Las Vegas, and I mean I was the king. I was the voice of the Imperial Palace Hotel, both on radio and television on the weekend. So they would either commute, I'd either commute in there or, or via airplane, of course, or driving. But the bottom line is, one night I went to see the Temptations. But guess what? There were two sets of Temptations in town. So I had my choice. Do I go see Eddie Kendricks and the aforementioned David Ruffin, who we just heard right there, the two original leads of the Temptations? Or do I see Otis Williams, he was the originator of The Temptations, of course, the guy that founded The Temptations, along with Dennis Edwards on lead. So I went and saw Eddie and David instead, and when I say I saw Edward, uh, Dennis Edwards later in life, but the bottom line is, what a night that was. You had the, the Temptations on the Las Vegas Strip at two different hotels. It says The Temptations, like, the Temps, the Temps, I kid you not, but bottom line is, that was soul music, no doubt about that, and I told you all my memories about Motown, USC, getting, getting those guys at the funeral home next to the... Um, Next to the uh, Hitsville USA, the studios there, the Motown Studios on Grand Boulevard, getting those guys the finest California marijuana. They loved it. They ate it up, and they told some great stories, no doubt about that. Now, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, so to come as I brought a smile to somebody's face right there. Um, we'll be talking, of course, boxing and MMA. We're here from the USC light heavyweight champion, just crowned John Blockowitz, of course, an upset winner of a Dominic Reyes that was pretty cool, knocked him out. And we'll hear from him. And we'll also hear from Hector Martinez, of course, he's the former manager of Roberto Duran. He's going to talk about Vasil Lomachenko, what makes him tick in the Lopez fight, of course, October 17th. The mega match set for October 17th on ESPN. Not pay-per-view, not cave, not super cable, just good old ESPN. Right on Bob Arum, of course, 89 years old, the former U.S. attorney. He's just got it rocking and rolling. Straight up, hour number two, we'll also talk. Boxing and MMA to a depth you've never probably heard before because I'm going to bring you a couple of surprises. That's right. The great Cassius Clay. Who's that? That was a man born Muhammad Ali. He'll join us in hour number two as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. This is an Anchor Podcast.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. President Donald Trump has now officially nominated Judge Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. The president has nominated me to serve on the United States Supreme Court. I would discharge the judicial oath, which requires me to administer justice without respect to persons, do equal right to the poor and rich, and faithfully and impartially discharge my duties under the United States Constitution. Barrett, who was a former law clerk to the late Justice Antonin Scalia, said she was truly humbled by the nomination and quickly aligned herself with Scalia's conservative approach to the law, saying his judicial philosophy is mine, too. If confirmed by the Senate, she would fill the seat vacated by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Barrett, who's age 48, was joined in the Rose Garden by her husband and seven children. This is USA Radio News. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer, stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife Jenny was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Law enforcement declared an unlawful assembly forcing protesters away from downtown Portland and making numerous arrests. The problems came hours after the right-wing Proud Boys had left the area without any violence. Images showed protesters crowded in and around a park near the Mark O. Hatfield United States Courthouse, the same federal courthouse that has been the scene of nightly unrest all summer long. Protesters were seen burning American flags, throwing Molotov cocktails, fireworks, and frozen water bottles at police. Several arrests were made at the scene, but the specific number was not immediately available. An Iowa gathering of over 100 people from motorcycle clubs turned deadly with a shooting that killed at least two people and left several others wounded. Police in Waterloo said they responded to shots fired at the site where the bikers were gathered. There were eight people who suffered gunshot wounds in the shooting. No arrests have yet been made. This is USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Searchers coming the area where a Ukrainian military aircraft crashed found two more bodies, bringing the death toll to 26 with just one survivor. The plane, a twin turboprop Antonov-26 belonging to the Ukrainian Air Force, was carrying a crew of seven and 20 cadets in a military aviation school when it crashed and burst into flames while coming in for a landing. No cause for the crash has yet been determined. 
Firefighters and officials at California's largest utility company are bracing for hot, dry, and windy weather again that may fan the flames of several major wildfires or ignite new ones. Pacific Gas and Electric warned that it might cut power, potentially affecting 197,000 customers, during which forecasters say a ridge of high pressure will raise temperatures and generate gust flowing from the interior to the coast. PG&E initially warned that 81,000 customers in those three counties would lose power beginning later today, but expanded the potential shutoff when the forecast changed. The utility continues to track the weather to determine if it's necessary to shut off power to areas where gusts could damage the company's equipment or hurl debris into lines that could ignite flammable vegetation. PG&E equipment has sparked larger wildfires, including the 2018 fire that destroyed much of the Sierra foothills and the town of Paradise, killing 85 people. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm going to get the job done. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Austin imitated, but never duplicated 37 plus years now. I'm knocking all, all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, for this hour on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 211, and a plethora of other internet platforms, we're talking boxing and MMA. We're from Jan Blankowitz, the new UFC light heavyweight champion. Of course, John Jones having given up that crown, 205 pounds after a long run. And of course, steroids as well. We'll talk about that. In fact, I'm going to get into John Jones' steroid suspicions a little bit later in today's show as well. Of course, John Jones been caught once, twice, or maybe three times at the end of the day he's a cheat and guys that cheat in combat sports man they need to get you know bumped i don't want to use them kind of words but you know what i'm trying to say steroids i mean this isn't chess this isn't golf you're not doing like you're taking taking some drug to make yourself a smarter to play chess or something like that or you're taking some 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 drug to make you hit the golf ball you're hitting people 
you're, you're doing, you're, you're inflicting damage and residual effects from, 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 uh, getting hit from somebody that recovers faster than you. Of course, I suspected Manny Pacquiao for a long time was on performance enhancing drugs. The fact that he would come back together in less than a minute. I mean, he'd go sit down on the stool. He'd never be breathing hard and he'd get off the stool and he'd be fine like he was another day in the park. That just didn't seem normal to me in the world of boxing. That's why I suspected him of performance enhancing drugs. So we'll hear from Hector Martinez. We'll hear from Jan Blankowitz and I'll sneak in a segment with the world's greatest speaker of all time. You know that is the great Muhammad Ali at 40 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live, baby, on Sports Byline. She spoke of strangers that don't speak to bed. Kept on trying, buying time, not waiting on faith. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 
That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Jeff Tamalier, the great guitarist for Tower of Power, of course, the starship, Tower of Power, I can go on and on, but the bottom line is he is one funky cat. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Last night, of course, in Dubai, of course, the UFC rock and roll in UFC 253. We talked about the main event a little bit earlier, of course, Israel Adesanya, of course, still the unbeaten world middleweight champion, a dominant performance over Paulo Costa, who also came in undefeated. In fact, it's, you know, I've talked about <clears throat> guys in the USC not being able to build up legacies because of the fact they fight deathmatch after deathmatch. Well, I think that was sort of spelled out last night when the USC announced that for the second time in history, the only the second time in history, two undefeated guys are fighting for their championships. In other words, of all the titles they had and all the title fights they've had since 1993, there's only been one fight prior where both contestants ended undefeated. That's what I'm going to tell you. This is a tough business, no doubt about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Dominic Reyes, his last time out, of course, looking real good against John Jones. I mean, no doubt about that. I thought he won three of the five rounds against John Jones. A lackluster performance for the guy from Albuquerque now fighting as a heavyweight, John Bones Jones, per se. But, you know, he got the call. Talk about John Jones. Dominic Reyes, a lot of people thought, I think Dana White said, I thought he won three or five rounds. I thought he won three or five rounds. It was pretty clear. But the bottom line is, Dominic Reyes was a bit of a favorite going in last night against Jan Blackwoods. Of course, he was 12-2. and two, Didn't have the experience that Blackwoods had. Of course, Blackwoods got now 27 and win, 27 wins, 8 losses. <clears throat> but let me tell you, he's been on a bit of a roll since he came to the UFC, stepping up the upper echelon of mixed martial arts. In fact, last night, a lot of people didn't think he was going to win this fight. I mean, he was just like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's just like, he's a big stumble stone, big stepping stone. Reyes is going to do this, and Reyes is going to be able to build on his Mexican-American and his Latin-American uh, crowd, try to build a, a crowd-pleasing uh, uh, audience based on that. Bottom line is, it didn't happen that way, and he got knocked, knocked out. Now, the new USC light heavyweight champion of the world, we're going to say, tough to understand, but he is the man. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Kevin Sataki has called a stop to this contest at four minutes, 36 seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by TKO and new undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion of the world, Jan Wachowicz. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion of the world, Jan Bohovic. 37 years of age, you have finally gotten done. Can you describe what is going through your head right now? Uh, I don't know. Only one is in my mind. John Jones, where are you? Don't be a quitter. I'm here. This is how we do it in Poland. I'm waiting for you. Well, on behalf of the entire UFC world, we congratulate you on this world championship. You fought a beautiful fight. You were so relaxed and collected throughout this fight week. It seemed like you just knew you were going to turn in the performance of a lifetime, and you did just that. You know, uh, this is nothing new for me. You know, I'm, I, I've got 37 years old, a lot of fights, so it's just fun. You know, 
<laughs> Soon I'm going to be a father. This is something what, what I'm afraid the most. <laughs> I would imagine that that is a scarier proposition I'm for you. So I'm really happy. <laughs> We're going to take a look at some of the replays. Obviously, we spent a lot of the broadcast talking about your right hand and your counterattack, but the left hand ultimately was a big factor tonight. Your thoughts on the finishing sequence? Yeah, this is something what we, what we prepared for Dominique. Uh, we've got really good sparring partners in our, in our gym. Uh, really good South Pole kickboxer, so I was ready for everything. I feel great today. The acclimatization was perfect, so Abu Dhabi is prepared. You know, it's made for me. <laughs> Thank you, Abu Dhabi. You certainly maximized this moment tonight. Before we let you go, any words for all of your Polish fans and fans around the world who are no doubt celebrating deep into the night? Uh, first in Polish, okay? Polacy, dziękuję za wsparcie. Czułem to, czułem to mocno. Mi wysyłacie, dziękuję bardzo. Poniedziałek wracam i imprezujemy cały miesiąc. So, uh, one more time. Thank you everybody. Polish fans, fans all over the world. You send me a lot of energy. I feel it tonight. Thank you one more time and let's go. Let's keep it going. You are about as classy as it gets and you are now the best in the world at 205 pounds. The undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion, Jan Głochowicz. And when he stepped into the cage last night, he weighed about 230 pounds. I mean, come on. There was a 205 pounder, but that's the way it is in the world of mixed martial arts. It's very unfair. Not only is it death match after death match, and I've told you this before, as I said, the only time in UFC history two guys have been undefeated and fought for the title. The second time in history this has been happened. All the title fights they had. Come on, man. That just tells you that Dana doesn't build these guys up. He breaks them down. In other words, he puts them out there. In other words, they get a chance to shine. And, you know, if you shine real good and you're in a position to make some money, what does Dana do? He puts you in a death, another death match and another death match. And you get beaten down to the point where you can't build yourself up to superstar level. So it's the UFC that gets sold and not this champion per se. In other words, it's not the UFC fighter per se, like Stipe Miocic, the UFC heavyweight championship. No, it's the championship. And the light heavyweight champion is in Blankowitz, of course. Now he holds that. It's not, it's, it's not him. It's the championship. And that's the difference between boxing and the UFC. And in boxing, the championships, I know there's lots of title belts going around, but the bottom line is when you have a title belt, it's yours. It doesn't belong per, per se to the, to the organization as much as it does to the UFC. The UFC can tell you exactly who you're going to fight. You don't even have an option. At least in boxing, you can say, you know what? Do I get a mandatory? Do I, okay, I have a mandatory coming up, a mandatory defense. Can I have a voluntary defense in between? And most sanctioning bodies are going to say, of course you can have a voluntary defense in between, but not in the UFC. It's death match after death match. And Dana does this in order to break you down so he doesn't have to pay you the big money at the end of the day. At the end of the day, he's still cranking in the money from from ESPN, of course, that big fat contract they bought, they they sold um, sold to ESPN. Did the deal with those fools that bought the whole USC for four point two billion dollars? What were those fools thinking? Four thousand two hundred million dollars? Do you really think that's worth it? I talked to a couple of finance people. They said no, they didn't think it was worth it because in order to put that kind of money out there, you're supposed to expect some type of <clears throat> return relative to eighteen to twenty five percent within five years. That doesn't look like it's going to happen, not in the world that you'll see, especially in the midst of this pandemic. But you must give Dana White some credit because he is putting on shows. Now, the fact that he used to force people, for the most part, to fight, um, and he does. I mean, it's, it's just not cool. Was, hey, man, you're going to fight this guy, and you're going to fight him for 15 bucks. Well, I don't want to fight him for 15 bucks. Well, Dana, I really don't. Well, well you're not going to fight then. Either you fight it for what I tell you, you're not going to fight. Unless you get in the position of a John Jones. How many John Joneses are there in the world of mixed martial arts? How many guys can actually call their own shots? He's about it. He on the GSP before him. Outside of those two guys, maybe Cain Velasquez. Uh, no, no, no. Maybe Brock Lesnar. 
But outside of those, those guys' names right there, Dana owns you. And like I tried to tell you before, <clears throat> when I was a cop working in San Francisco, if I knew any pimps or if there were any pimps on the street that were working girls and giving them 8 to 12 cents on the dollar like Dana White gives his fighters, the guy wouldn't have any girls. Unfortunately, Dana's got plenty of fighters. He's got nowhere to go. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Talking boxing next up with Duran's ex-manager Hector Martinez on Sports Byline. Mr. Dana White, wherever you are, I have a hit list. But I want to start getting paid. I want to start making heavyweight money. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. The thing is that I'm still in his brain. I'm still in his mind. I'm the guy that he wants to get rid of. Boy. Never bragging when you're telling the truth. Straight up, the month of October is looking hot for boxing. Of course, the 9th of October, the return of Emmanuel Navarrete Martinez, 31 and 127 wax, former WBO, 122-pound guy taking our Rubenville out of Salinas, California. Must know the ghost, 18 and 0 with five knockouts. Of course, then you've got the 24th, Leo Santa Cruz, 37 and 1. Wow, 19 wax taking on Gervonta Davis, the tank, 23-0, 22 knockouts. And, of course, the 17th, the fight I want to talk to my next guest about. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez and Vasil Lomachenko going down on ESPN. Hector Martinez, how's life treating you? Good afternoon. How are you? Oh, fine. How's life treating you? Pretty good so far. So far, okay. Straight up, why is... All right. Lomachenko, why is he... Why is he put on such a pedestal that he is? I mean, you guys, you boxing experts consider him, like, above everybody else. There's there's boxing right now, and then there's Lomachenko. Why? Because he's an ordinary. All right? He has a style, an unpredictable style. Um, he's had some unpredictable victories, like stopping people, not by knocking them out either, by making them quit. Fighters do that maybe once in their lifetime. He's done it with several. Have you seen others? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> no, not really. Not not to that extent. Not 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 when you have fifteen fights. He's only fourteen and one. Of course, that that one mugging the Salido. And let's be honest: if he was a fighter, Orlando Salido, a thousand more times, he beat him two thousand times, wouldn't he? Yes, absolutely. Okay, because absolutely. But wasn't that one of the two, one of the rare times? Where a guy actually got so heavy that he was able to mug another guy? Well, I don't know what happened. I think it was, uh, was it Lomachenko's first professional fight? Um, he might have been a little bit under pressure thinking that things were going to be so different and he just couldn't be himself. Okay. But after that fight, he got on the wagon and started to take care of business. Okay, so, so tell me why is it in, he is such a prohibitive favorite in the minds of odds makers at three and a half, four to one in some people's minds? Um, over the kid from Brooklyn. Of course, his people are from Honduras. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez. Lopez has got a lot of ability, and he can punch a whole lot harder than anybody he's fought thus far. I'm talking about Lomachenko. Absolutely. Lopez does. He's an outstanding fighter. However, Lomachenko, he has what I call intangible skill. There's things he, he does that you don't see. There's, there's fundamentals in boxing 
that he crosses. He crosses his feet. He comes in square. He goes to the right side. He goes to the left side. He's busy. He's very, very aggressive, unpredictable, couldn't hurt you with both hands. I don't know if he could knock you out with both hands, but he could make you quit. Hmm. And that okay. says a lot. Okay. And, okay, so and what, besides the power, Mr. Lopez is an accomplished boxer. He's knocked out some decent guys here. How does this, I mean, if you were envisioning round number one between these two guys and the bell rang, how does this start off? So are they going to be feeling each other out, or are they going to be going for it? Because there seems to be some, some legitimate bad blood between the two guys. Well, that's all talk. But once the bell rings, they're going to go in there and feel each other out at the beginning. And I say, um, Lomachenko, we already know what he does. Uh, Lopez, yes, he's got to box this guy. He definitely has to get in there and pick his shots. You know he's not more busy than Lomachenko, so he has to be mobile and he has to pick his shots. I, I'm curious to see what is going to happen, but I, I'm in favor of Lomachenko. Okay, but the kids got got some abilities that, that few fighters have. This can we can we? I mean, both guys. With, I mean. Without a doubt, I can't downplay Lo, uh, Lopez in any way. He's an excellent fighter, has great skill, power. Young, but again, Lomachenko, he's exceptional. He's 32 years old, I believe. Um, yeah, he's getting to the edge there. He's reaching this time where he's going to start losing some skill, but I don't think that day is here yet. But Jorge, okay, on the flip side, then let me play devil's advocate. The aging Jorge Linares dropped him uh, with a straight right hand. If he were to get hit that way by Mr. Lopez, it might be a little bit harder. It might a little bit be a little bit more difficult to get up. True, but what happened after he got knocked down? He lit him up like the White House Christmas tree. There you go. <laughs> and I I have a feeling that Lomachenko, he fights at a certain speed like all fighters, okay, but he's a type when when he had to step it up, he had something to step it up with. Okay. Leo Santa Cruz is going to take on uh, Gervonta Davis. Santa Cruz, 37-1, 19-KL is going to move up and wait. And, and I mean, willing to fight this guy. It's a monster. I don't know how Davis is going to make 130 pounds, but they're going to do this at 130, I've been told. But Gervonta Davis, 23-0, 22-KLs. Um, if he were to be disciplined, and, and I say this about boxers, if he were, if he were, if he were, but Gervonta Davis seems to have a whole lot of talent. Too bad he couldn't get it focused on boxing. Well, you always said Gervonta Davis at 135 was fat. So now he's going to be at 130, so he's not going to be fat. That's I good. like Santa Cruz also, but I do favor Davis in this fight. Okay. One of your namesakes, Emmanuel Navarrete Martinez, is going to take on Ruben Villa. Of course, Navarrete, 31-1, and 27 KOs. The former WBO 122-pound champion going to tangle with a guy out of, and I haven't heard of this guy, Hector, Salinas, California, right? Uh, uh, Richard Villa, have you heard of him? No, I haven't. And I've only watched Navarrete very little, so I can't give too much of an opinion on that. Okay. But the bottom line is, okay, let's go back to Canelo just for a second before I let you go. Canelo Alvarez having arbitration issues and having a meeting this week with an arbitrator regarding his deal with Canelo, with, uh, the zone and, and, uh, Oscar De La Hoya. Larry Merchant was telling us in hour number one that it all boils down to they want Canelo to fight Triple G and he don't want to fight Triple G. What do you think about why would he not want to fight Triple G? I don't believe that. 
I believe Canelo wants to fight Triple G because he knows he can handle him. Especially now, right? I mean, Triple G is pretty long yes. in the tooth. Yes. It, uh, there has to be some kind of business matter why they don't want to fight him. Okay. And it might be coming from Golden Boy, not Canelo himself. Okay. When you look at the current status of boxing, and we, of course, lived through the 70s and the 80s, this and that, we've got to see, are we experiencing a good little run here, or is this, is boxing about to make some type of a comeback, or, or, or is big time boxing done? I don't know, because COVID has boxing on hold. Got the world on hold. Yes. Got the world on hold. All right, here's real quick before I let you go. Tyson Fury. Looks like Deontay Wilder is going to make that go a third time instead of letting the uh, Tyson Fury, uh, Anthony Joshua match happen. Well, whatever is right. But the bottom line is, why would he want to go a third time? Why not just take the step aside money and, and the guaranteed money of like three million bucks and like let these other guys fight? Man, can you get Wilder on the phone? <laughs> you you what? You would tell him to take the three mil, right? Yes, I absolutely. Mean, I mean, absolutely. Okay, he's starting to he started making every excuse why he lost the fight. He might lose the fight even worse this time. Well, it, it, stay it, home, Wilder. <laughs> get your check wire transfer. Well, it was that it was that mask he was wearing. Then he was, you know, all the different excuses he came up with. And then at the end of the day, you know, he, he said that, that Tyson Fury had illegal gloves and all kinds of weird stuff. I mean, Deontay Wilder, Mark Breland's in his corner. Mark Breland's not that type of guy. Mark Breland's the most silent guy on the planet. So I tried to get a hold of Mark. Mark said no comment. In other words, he didn't really, he didn't want, he didn't want to comment on the situation because he knew his guys were wrong. That's right. He knows better. He's experienced. Um, Wilder just has not, he can't believe what happened to him. That's okay. all. Jamel Charlie can't believe what happened. Okay, to him. the 160-pound Charlie went to 30 and 0 last night on Showtime, um, beating a guy that was 13 and 2. Big deal. A number one contender so far, so-called WBC contender. Um, why doesn't he? He didn't mention Canelo Alvarez not even once, and and I saw four or five different post-fight press conferences. Why not? I mean, th if he really wants to be some type of star instead of just like uh, a star on, because last night they went on pay-per-view, Hector, and they announced his pay-per-view two weeks ago. So you know how many homes they did, about nine. The problem with a lot of these fighters is they don't know how to promote themselves. They don't know how to get a fight that they really want. Or is it that they really don't want it? Because any fighter in the past that always wanted a fight, they would shout it out after a victory. Good point. Good point. No doubt about that. So how's the great, how's the man with the hands of stone? Have you heard from Roberto Duran lately? I haven't heard from him in about three weeks, a month, but I hope he's doing well. He kicked COVID's ass, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> with a smile. But I mean, with a smile. I, I, and then, you know, and he was the most, the most pro mask guy. I mean, the pro most, the, the most quarantined guy beforehand. And so, and his relatives said that, um, a family party or something like that blew it for him. But the bottom line is, man, you know, God bless him. Hands of stone. He just, he celebrated his, what, 69th birthday now? Is he 69 or 70? Um, not quite. 68. 68? Well, all right. Before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot. I know you're a little bit biased, but outside of outside of, of Roberto Duran, can anybody else have beaten Ray Sugar Ray Leonard on June 20th, 1980? That's tough. I That's mean, a tough call. 
that was a I, tough call. I just thought that was that was that was that was Duran's shining moment. He was walking on air when he entered that ring. He was walking on air. Anyway, I thank you for your time. Good luck with the gifted one. Tell her where you mentioned her on the radio. Say hello to your wife, and we'll talk real soon. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye. The one, the only, folks. One of my best friends, if not my best friend, of course. I've known him since 1972. Oh, look, 73. 1973. Met him at Tiger Deli Cruz's house in 1973. There were some girls over there at whole nine yards. We met with these girls, and that was the beginning of my relationship with Hector Martinez. Of course, we are here in 2020. Still the best of friends, and man, do I respect him as both a friend and a human being. And guess what? He could fight a bit as well. Of course, he won two Golden Gloves, and he beat Paul Navi. He beat Paul Navi, of course, a former a future world champion, WBF world champion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. The little Tower of Power is saying we got to have some fun. We will have some fun after the break. We're from, uh, uh, let's see, who I want to hear from? You know who, the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali in the house. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1-800-MY-BET-US. That's 1-800-MY-BET-US. Or go to BetUS.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle, and you get up to 150% in bonuses on your first deposit. Nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz. Best bonuses. BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. The world is changing so fast these days. 
You ever feel like you're not keeping up personally or professionally? Enter Elevated Media ESQ. Elevating with Marsha allows you to advertise in a form you never thought possible. They feature a business in an interview-type fashion, which is comfortable, amazingly affordable, and flexible. Not only that, the feature on your business is then formulated into a podcast for convenient, on-demand listening 24-7-365. These times we're living in demand a different, clearer, more concise message. Does this sound like how you feel about how you market and advertise your business? Reach out today, no matter how big or small your business is. Elevating with Marsha is highly effective, and you'll be so grateful for the super fans she'll create. Email hello at elevatedmediaesq.com. Elevated Media ESQ, changing your business for the better. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. All the crap happening in Louisville, Kentucky right now. Riots, people in the street, people are upset. I can understand why they're upset. Believe me, I can't. Um, being a former policeman, I can thought I could see both sides until I saw a policeman run over somebody's head with a bicycle yesterday on TV. That sort of blew me away. It sort of made me really feel sad for the fact that there are so many good policemen, but you have a couple of cops out there running people over with a bicycle, running over their head when they're laying in the street with a bicycle. That, that was just uncalled for. Anyway, bottom line is... You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Of course, the king of Louisville, Kentucky, the Louisville Lip, that's what they called him back in the early 1960s, was Muhammad Ali, born Cassius Clay. Guess what? I think we need some Cassius Clay. I am the greatest. I'm the kid who will take old man Liston's type away. Me, a little old kid who don't even shave yet. I'm going to be champ of the world before I'm old enough to do my first shaving commercial. And I'm going to make boxing popular again. Me with my beautiful, colorful personality. I'm going to make boxing interesting. Boxing doesn't have to be dull. It's the fighters who are dull. I watched the fight of the week on TV. They call that the fight of the week? It was so boring, every time the bell rang, it woke up the referee. It hurts me to say this because I know a lot of fighters, and I like them. They are nice, gentle guys who wouldn't hurt anybody, not even in the rain. <laughs> and I'm going to bring back the excitement in boxing. I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world, and I won't be satisfied with that. After becoming champion of the world, I'm going to become champion of the universe. take on those little green men from Venus. Those slick, shiny-headed green men. I can lick them. I won't be afraid of the way they look. After all, they can't look no worse than Sonny Liston. Yes, America, I'm the resurrector of the fight game. I'm going to save boxing. I'm going to bring boxing back to life. Fighting was dull until I came alone because the greatest wasn't around. But time brings about a change. As the earth rotates around the sun, a change takes place. There's spring, summer, fall, and winter. Boxing was at the winter stage. But now the flowers are blooming. Spring is coming. I am on the horizon. (laughs) 
Liston's fall will mark the arrival of spring. Yes, there's going to be a new champion. A champion you can tell your kids to be like. I'm a perfect idol for the kids. I'm good looking, clean living, culture, and I am modest. I'm so modest I can admit my own fault. My only fault is I don't realize how great I really am. It's hard to be humble when you are as great as I am. I'm the new frontier of boxing, and boxing must move ahead. I'm going to win the championship with vigor. That's, that's part of my physical fitness program. All Sonny Liston's got is a physical fatness program. And with my vigor, I'm going to ask Congress to help Mr. Liston. I will ask them to pass a health bill. Because after all, Mr. Liston fights me, he's going to need Medicare. And if I hit him in the mouth, he's going to need Denticare. Yes, I'm going to move boxing ahead. I don't ask what boxing can do for me. I ask what I can do for boxing. Because I am great. I am the greatest. And I can even tell the truth about the future. To prove this point, I would like to read one of the many masterpieces I wrote this afternoon. <laughs> My Prophecies by Cassius Clay. When Cassius says a fight will go five rounds, the bell for the six just never sounds. When I tangled with Archie, I predicted four. And that's all there was. There wasn't any more. When they queried me about the coop about, I answered with Shakespearean thrift. When they asked me what round I knocked Henry out, I answered, Henry the Fifth. Imagine if he was around right now to sort of lighten things up. I mean, as far as race and issues were concerned. Yeah, he was directed to the point. I remember what he told me. We're sitting on a, on a bus in Macau. I remember what he said to me. He said to me, you know, he's talking about the fact that, that black people were being, you know, still shot by police and things were going on. This was in the 90s. It was still happening. I mean, we just didn't have it on TV cameras. Of course, it was a Rodney King thing, and I think that's what we were discussing. This was 93, and I think the Rodney King thing went down like a year earlier, and we are discussing that, and he just shook his head, and he said, you know, we're still niggers. That's, that's the word, direct words out of his mouth. We're all niggers, and, you know, and he went on and on. And, and I said to him, I said, you really think so? And he talked about the Vietnamese and the Chinese and how they're abused here in this country and blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is he had a whole lot to, that made a sense to my and me, to me, no doubt about that. And I miss his wisdom. I talk about Cassius Marcellus Clay. That was born in 1942, but his name was Muhammad Ali. Remember Ernie Terrell? What's my name? Muhammad Ali. It happened in boxing history on September 27, 1950, the Bronx, New York. Ezra Charles, World Heavyweight Championship, defends this championship and retains it with a 15-round decision over Joe Lewis. Of course, Joe Lewis, the former Brown Bomber, he would come back one more time and get lit up like a White House Christmas tree by, by Rocky Marcel in a fight he shouldn't have been in. 38 years old, guy that was so sad, knocked him through the ropes and turned almost into another, another zip code if they had zip codes back then. 1980, Marvin Hagler, 
Man, this doesn't seem like it was that long ago. 1980, Marvin Hagler, 40 years ago, TKO3, Alan Minter wins a world middleweight title. Of course, Minter, uh, I mean, the fact that, that, that Hagler had to fight Minter when he usually, when he probably beat Anna Fermo the first time, they called that one a draw. That was a bit of a ripoff. But Marvin, again, didn't step up, much like he didn't in the Sugar Ray Leonard fight. People talk about that, you know, well, Marvin did this, Marvin. No, no, Marvin didn't step up in the Leonard fight. Marvin didn't step up in, in, in the uh, in the Anna Fight. Antifermo was a nice, tough guy, but he was of club fighter status, and you should have took him out of there if you were the greatest middleweight of all time. But you weren't the greatest middleweight of all time because Roberto Duran came along, and after 12 rounds, he was beating you. This little tiny, short, fat guy was beating you after 12 rounds. You had to go 15 rounds to beat him, of course. And then how did you make your bones? Beating Duran. Ooh, you made your bones beating a lightweight. Of course, beating a welterweight, Tommy Hearns. That was your big thing. The war, that made you the famous, the most infamous fighter on the planet at that point in time in 1985, beating Tommy Hearns. But he was a welterweight. He beat a welterweight. And, of course, John Mugabe, that was a junior middleweight. Then you lost to a welterweight in Sugar Ray Leonard. So what I'm trying to tell you is Marvin Hagler wasn't the greatest middleweight of all time if he made his bones beating up on welterweights. Back to history. Uh, 1980, London, Mar- London, England, Marvin Hagler, TKO3, Alan Minter wins the world middleweight title. Better duck as they were throwing bottles all over the place. Yes, they were throwing bottles. People acted a fool when Hagler had to get out of the ring. But, you know, having met Minter a couple of times in my, both times I went to the UK afterwards, I got a chance to meet Alan Minter and, and he was a classy guy and, you know, I remember the one time I, I did bring, I, you know, how do you bring that up? I mean, hey man, you remember when you, those people acted a fool and I, how do you, it was, a na- it was a national disgrace. How do you bring that up? So I, I sort of skirted around it one time. I said, like, I said, I said, yeah, I said, um, did you, do, did you have to duck any bottles? You know, I tried to bring it like that and he sort of chuckled a little bit. He said, yeah, that was, that was not good by my crowd. Anyway, Marvin Hagler knocks out, uh, Alan Minter for the world middleweight title on this day in 1980. 1986, Lloyd Hunting beat Donald Curry. That was a big upset. Donald Curry, of course, the Lone Star Cobra undefeated coming out of Texas, had that study, that, that star studded amateur career. Supposedly the next Sugar Ray Leonard, he was a guy that was going to like, take over for Leonard, man. He never came that way. Plus he was a little bit on the light side when it came to being light in the loafers. I always thought that Donald Curry was a little bit light in the loafers. And of course, I went down to watch him fight Mike McCallum. This was a big fight. He was favored two and a half to one over Mike McCallum. I was fortunate enough to have my uh, sister with me, my mother with me, my stepfather with me. We were all down there for that. My ex-wife with me. All down there for the, uh, I mentioned that. Anyway, all down there for this big fight. And of course, we all bet big money on Mike McCallum. He was a two and a half to one underdog. And Mike McCallum knocks out Donald Curry with one punch. This knocked him out. I mean, there was no doubt about it. Of course, Lloyd Hunting had beaten Donald Curry. That was before that in 1986. I would say this about Donald Curry. Most unpredictable guy I've ever seen as far as his talent was concerned. Because one night he could look like, like, uh, like a boxing god, almost like smooth, slick, sliding in and out, throwing combinations, having some power on his pop. And the next night just looked like spit. So no way to, you know, no way to determine what Donald Curry was really all about. Who stole the weekend as far as the weekend fight show was concerned? Well, in the world of mixed martial arts, obviously Israel Adesanya, the the current world middleweight champion, his trouncing that bully, that steroid monkey. I'm talking about uh, the suspected, the alleged steroid monkey, um, Paulo Acosta, smoking him out the way he did. More power to him. Right on, right on, right on. Good guys win. He was a small, skinny boxer, and he kicked the snot out of some big, bullish guy that weighed about 220 pounds when he stepped into the octagon. So more power to Israel and not the country. Uh, in this in, in this case, I'm talking about Israel Adesanya, the champion, of course, the world middleweight champion, undefeated in 20 fights now, never lost a fight, outstanding kickboxing. 
boxing record. In fact, you watch that kickboxing style of his last night. That sort of helped him. He's got it all together. He can punch a little bit. He can throw in combination. You know, he knows how to kick people. And the bottom line is you ain't going to get him on the floor. And that's, that's what the, the Brazilian was trying to do, get him on the floor. And it wasn't going to happen anyway. But I think one of the MVPs this weekend was Luis Pantera Neri. Of course, now the WBC 122-pound champion, 31-0, uh, scored a 12-round decision over Aaron Alameda, of course, who I think that Jimmy Lennon uh, introduces the way into somebody else. But the bottom line is he's 25-1 now, 13 KOs. Do you claim the vacant WBC Super Bantamweight title? Of course, Super Bantamweight, 122 pounds. Harkens me back to the days of Wilfredo Gomez. I mean, we, my Hector, and speaking of the Hector Martinez, he guessed in the, uh, previous, uh, segment, he and I went down to, in 1981, we went down to, to Las Vegas, what? <laughs> to watch Salvador Sanchez take on Wilfredo Gomez. Wilfredo Gomez was the 122 pound champion moving up to 150, 126 pounds, okay? And everybody thought that Gomez was gonna win, including me, except Except Hector, maybe because he thought that Sanchez was, maybe because Sanchez was Mexican. No, no. But he had Sanchez and I had, I had, I had Gomez and Gomez got lit up, man. He got lit up. But that was one hell of an evening as far as the entertainment factor was concerned. And the reason why I bring up Wilfredo Gomez is 122 pounds champion. Of course, now you got guys at 122, uh, the aforementioned Emmanuel Navarrete, but Wilfredo Gomez now 260 pounds. 260 pounds. I told you about that time. We're in, we're in Mexico City. I'm looking across the room and I'm saying to myself, well, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm saying to myself, who the hell is that dude, man? That dude looks familiar as hell. Dude looks familiar. So I bump, I elbow Alexis Arguello smoking a cigarette next to me. I said, Alexis, who is that dude over there? He goes, what dude? That dude over there. He goes, that's Wilfredo. I go, Wilfredo who? He goes, Wilfredo Gomez. And I had to look three or four times. I mean, it came together. One and one became two. But it was hard putting one and one together when one version of Wilfredo Gomez is 122 pounds and the other version is 255 or 260 pounds. Legitimately, the former WBC 122-pound champion who went into that fight with Salvador Sanchez at 33-0 with a draw and 32 knockouts is taller laying down now than he ever was standing up. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, baby, on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. I can keep going, but the bottom line is you can check out our podcast and Anchor.com. All the ladies shows at Anchor.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Little Al Wilson, show and tell to the break for the ladies. These are the eyes that never knew how to smile Till you came into my life And these are the arms that long to lock you inside Every day and every night Girl, and here is the soul of which you've taken control Can't you see I'm trying to show love is
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov slash sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Lenny Williams with one of his original hits, one of his first hits when he went solo, Shoo Doo, Foo Foo Foo. And I was drunk at Kimball's East over there in Emeryville, California, sitting in the front row. As I always sit in the front row, when I go to places, that's where they sit me in the front row. Back in the day, anyway, when I had juice. Anyway, so I'm sitting in the front row, and I had a few drinks. Jose Missouri's with me. And, oh, by the way, Jose Missouri's mother's 90 years old. She tested positive for the virus this week, but she's not showing any, showing any symptoms. So anyway, Lenny plays a song, and then he hands me the mic. He gets me, tries to get me to sing, shoot him. Oh, anyway, it was a disaster. I was drunk, acted a fool. Yeah, yeah, really bad. Bottom line is, Lenny Williams rocking and rolling. Got a new album out. 
a new presentation, a new digital presentation. Check it out at LennyWilliams.com. The song is called Say So. Of course, he debuted that song back uh, in April on this show. The great Lenny Williams. Check him out at LennyWilliams.com. Well, want to mention the fact that Billow, of course, man, Billow just rocks and rolls. Of course, he's our house historian. He's the guy that provides history to us both on Saturday and Sunday. I want to mention that Billow, Grandmaster Billow, handling our history. And of course, I want to thank Larry and Patricia Merchant. That's right. Anytime Larry, Larry's on the show, I want to thank the God Mama at the same time. If you ever met this lady, she's like got such a unique, upbeat, such a, uh, she's, she's so vibrant. She's like, have you ever seen when you, you took an Alka-Seltzer and put it into a, um, put into some water, it just bubbles up? That's sort of Patricia Merchant. She's just bubbly. Anyway, I miss her. I miss her and the Godfather. I won't mention that. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk. Live worldwide. Check it. 37 years now. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Want to thank the champion, of course, uh, coming to us from ESPN via, uh, UFC. I'm talking about Israel Desana, John Blakowicz, and of course, Hector Martinez. What can I say? Few men like Hector Martinez. I believe me from the bottom of my heart, he is a smart dude. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Until next time, don't forget, all of our podcasts are available at anchor.com. Ring Talk Live Worldwide at anchor.com. The executive producer, the one, the only, incomparable Scott Cuddy. Until next time, you can be doing a thousand things, but you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hey!